Morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Monday, September 12th. In the world of TV, two very different shows premiered on this date seven years apart. One was one of the longest-running westerns, and the other was a series about a four-man band that might have reminded you of the Beatles. Can you name the shows? I'll have the answer coming up. But first, let's check on your forecast at the First Alert Weather Center. And good Monday morning to you, meteorologist Joey Sofine. A mix of sun and clouds today, warm, muggy, and dry this morning. We'll turn very warm this afternoon, the upper 80s. Be on the lookout, maybe as early as lunchtime, better rain chance this afternoon, this evening, with a few scattered showers and storms. Weak cold front heads our way tomorrow, starts to lower a couple of things, the rain chance and the humidity, which is going to also help to lower the morning low temperatures into the upper 60s starting on Wednesday morning through the rest of the work week. Highs early in the weekend in the upper 80s, dropping in the mid 80s late the week. Well, watch out. Could see a few showers and storms Friday and into the weekend. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast from the Lowcountry's news leader, Live 5 News. Morning Y'all is sponsored by MUSC Health. Join a team that's changing what's possible. MUSC Health is hiring for all locations and various positions, including radiology, path and lab, maintenance, and a number of other professions. Find out more about the competitive pay rates and benefits or review a more comprehensive list of current openings at muschealth.org careers. MUSC Health, changing what's possible. And now for your morning headlines. The South Carolina Highway Patrol is asking the public for information on a deadly hit and run. Troopers say this happened on Industrial Road at Lakeshore Drive early Saturday morning. They say a vehicle hit someone walking in the road and left the scene. The victim's name has not been released. Highway Patrol says they're looking for a 2008 to 2012 Honda Accord that they believe is connected to this incident. The car was last seen going west towards US 15 and should have damage to the right front side. Four people have died and one other person is injured after a crash involving a train and a vehicle in Florence. The Florence Police Department said it happened in the area of Baruti Street and North Dargan Street on Saturday. The Florence County Coroner identified the four people killed as Mitchell Carter, Janika Carter, Antoine Hines and Ruby Taylor. According to police, the vehicle driven by Mitchell Carter was going at a high speed and attempted to go around the crossing gate. Police say this caused the car to crash into the train and burst into flames. In a statement, CSX says no one on the train was hurt. The search for a missing pilot continues after their plane crashed into Lake Hartwell over the weekend. The FAA says that crash prompted a search by several crews, including law enforcement and a dive team. They believe the pilot was the only person on the plane. Officials say that plane is in about 115 feet of water. The FAA and the National Transportation Safety Board are investigating that incident. The town of Mount Pleasant is asking for public input on its comprehensive plan. Yeah, they're specifically interested in looking into different parts of the town and what makes each part unique. Molly McBride spoke with the, with the Division Chief of Neighborhood Livability for the town of Mount Pleasant about what they're looking for from the public. Good morning, Molly. The Division Chief of Neighborhood Livability, Liz Boyle, says when they originally created the comprehensive plan, they were looking at the town as a whole, which didn't allow them to take a look at the individual wants and needs of each district. 
They break the town into eight districts, according to their website. Each, each month through April, there will be one meeting focused on each one of these different parts or districts of town. Boyles says for each meeting, their focus will be on the businesses and people that live in those certain areas. However, she says the door is open to anyone who's interested in that specific part of town. We want to hear from our citizens and our business owners, you know, what's going well, what, what is, what's not, you know, what makes your part of town special? What do you need? What, you know, what, sh what do we need to be focusing on here versus there? For each meeting, there will also be an opportunity to log into an online portal to review information from that meeting. For a list of the location, dates, and times of each meeting, visit live5news.com and click on this story. Reporting live in Mount Pleasant, Molly McBride, Live 5 News. All right, thanks so much, Molly. Well, happening today, the American Red Cross is going to be hosting a blood drive. That drive will be from 11 until 4 o'clock in the showroom of Cruz Subaru off of Rivers Avenue. Now, all donors will receive a free T-shirt, a pint of Culver's custard, and a $35 gift certificate for service and parts at Cruz Subaru. Anyone is encouraged to register at redcrossblood.org, but walk-ins are also welcome. The Charleston County Public Library and the Lowcountry Food Bank, they're working together to alleviate child hunger in our area by expanding their after-school snack program. Starting today, the organizations will now offer dinners at two library branches in addition to snacks at five other locations. The free nutritious meals and snacks will be available to kids and teens ages 5 to 18, Monday through Friday from 3 till 5. Now, cold dinners will be served at the main library on Calhoun Street and St. Paul's High Hollywood Library. Snacks and dinners are being provided through the Food Bank's Kids Cafe program and feature nutritious options such as fruit, cheese, yogurt, and muffins. This Sunday, the Lowcountry Food Bank will be hosting the second annual Walk to Fight Hunger. That event will be from 11 to 3 at Wanamaker Park in North Charleston. The goal of the walk is to raise awareness of food insecurity and raise money for the food bank. There will be activities, food trucks, and prizes at the event. You only have a few days left to place your vote for the 2022 Rescue Brew Beer Contest. The contest is to decide which dog and cat will be featured on this year's Rescue Brew Beer from Palmetto Brewing Company. Voting will narrow down the field to the top three cats and dogs with the winner being decided by a panel of judges. To cast your vote, head over to LowCountryWeekend.com. Voting will end at 9 p.m. on Wednesday. Patriots Point Naval and Maritime Museum remembered 9-11 by blasting the horn of the historic USS Yorktown. Emily Johnson spoke to those visiting the ship and brings us more. 21 years after 9-11, Patriots Point blasted the horn of the USS Yorktown six times to symbolize the attacks. The horn of the USS Yorktown was blasted six times throughout the morning, each time representing when the World Trade Center and Pentagon were attacked, the crash of Flight 93, and when each tower of the World Trade Center collapsed. The horn can be heard from 10 miles away. Patriots Point Director of Marketing and Communications, Chris Huff, says the horn is probably the most significant thing they could do to reach the most amount of people in the low country. So anytime we have a chance to reflect back, to honor heroes, to remember something incredible in time that changed, like 9-11 did, changed so many of our paths and just the way of Americans thinking, 
that's the kind of things that we attach ourselves to and want to make sure that we educate the community and bring awareness to those. So for us to do this on 9-11, it's just part of our mission. Patriots Point is open every day from 9 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. In Charleston, Emily Johnson, Live 5 News. A South Carolina nonprofit is offering free counseling services to help with the housing issues many communities are facing. The nonprofit has tailored a program to financially educate people and guide them to utilize skills that will help create housing stability. Lauren Quinlan joining us live with more on who can access these services and what their goals are. Lauren. Good morning. Officials with SC Origin say this program is open to anyone who needs help and they are looking to create hope and also stable communities for today and generations to come. SC Origin's free housing stability counseling service was created to provide people facing eviction, foreclosure or homelessness with preventative solutions and resources. Latasha Francis with the nonprofit says they aren't looking to put a band-aid on the issue, but to educate people and give them tools to use now and in the future to get back on their feet. Francis says when someone enters the program, SC Origin will look over their credit, bank statements and income to create a plan based on their financial situation so they hopefully will never have to face housing instability again. When you're overwhelmed with finances, it's very hard to kind of see the overall big picture, but we help you design that big picture, that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. We're here to help. We're your advocates, and we're going to guide you through counseling, through education, through budgeting, and through just being your biggest uh, support team. Francis says they want the information and resources to get passed down to younger generations so they can have a leg up when it comes to financial literacy and housing stability. If you are in a situation where you know your income is unstable and you don't know what to do, reach out to us. If Even if you're not behind on your rent, still reach out through the program because then you can get the credit services, you can get the budgeting, you can get the counseling so that you know what to do before it happens. You can apply to this program by calling that number below on your screen or just click on this story on Live5News.com for some more information. Reporting live in North Charleston, Lauren Quinlan, Live5 News. Earlier, I mentioned those two very different shows that shared today as their original premiere date. In 1959, viewers took their very first visit to the Ponderosa with TV's Bonanza. One of its stars, Michael Landon, would go on to star in another long-running hit, Little House on the Prairie. In 1966, the Monkees took center stage. It didn't have the staying power of Bonanza, but it's still a cult favorite all these years later. Celebrating birthdays this Monday, actress Linda Gray, you know her as Sue Ellen from Dallas, she turns 82. Actor Joe Pontigliano of The Sopranos is 71. And singer-actress Jennifer Hudson is 41. Thanks for starting your morning and your week with Live 5 News and Morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Morning, y'all. Produced every weekday morning and sponsored by MUSC Health. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts or listen anytime at live5news.com slash podcasts. And download the free Live 5 News app for your mobile device for the latest local news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.